Blog Talk Radio. everyone. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Hello, my name is Dr. Renee Charles. I am a neuro coach, a mind and brain ambassador, and author of the new book release, Remembering the Trauma and Healing It with the Trauma of Change System Model, which leverages neuroscience and spirituality for trauma healing, deliverance, and recovery. I want to welcome you to my new show, Real Talk with Dr. Renee, where we'll have an authentic dialogue about all things related to the mind, body, and brain connection. During our time together, we'll talk about how to maximize brain potential in your personal and corporate space, develop new mental maps and success strategies to overcome traumas and other life challenges we face every day. I do look forward to talking with you and taking your calls and answering some of the questions as we do life together live on this show. Listen, you may be on the road driving home, sitting at your computer, or on your way to the gym when real brain talk airs. I want you to pace yourself and get in position to optimize your brain. Join me on All About Us Radio on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And follow me on my social media outlets. At Twitter, it's at Dr. Renee Charles. Instagram is Dr. Dr. underscore Renee underscore Charles. And Facebook is simply at Dr. Dr. R-D-C Ph.D. You are listening to All About Us Radio. Hello, and welcome to the live broadcast of Real Brain Talk with Dr. Renee. For your first-time listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome for my return um, listeners. I am so happy um, that you have decided to join in today. We have a wonderful show planned for you. I wanted to share with you, as you listen weekly to the show, and I hope that you do, and I hope that you become really intimately familiar with how to optimize your brain and potential. 
I am committed to adding value to you and your understanding about this little three-pound organ that sits right in our skull. Everybody knows about the body, but very few people know about the brain, outside of the fact that we know that we have one. So we intend to add value to those who will, in turn, add values to others through the exchange of information that can be empowering, revelatory, and transformative. Today's conversation is going to be on gender differences and how gender does actually affect brain development. Many of you may have remembered the book, Men Are From Mars and, and Women Are From Venus, which was published back in 1992. It was written by an American author and relationship counselor, John Gray, after he had earned his degree in meditation and taken some corresponding courses in psychology. It was a great read, but it had no scientific backing in terms of actual neuroscience. But, you know, some people really liked it and, and felt that they can learn from it, and, and that's fine. And, you know, really sometimes both women and, and men do actually feel that they are two, from two different planets. So before we get too deep into the topic on gender differences in males and females, we'll take a music break and set the tone for the conversation in honor of Women's Month. Feature song is... I am every woman by my favorite artist, Shaka Khan. And we'll be right back. You are.
I am every woman, and we are back on this week of honoring, this month of honoring women. And so you're listening to Real Brain Talk with Dr. Renee. Let's do life together live on All About Us Radio. We welcome your questions and your comments. Call us at any point during the conversation at 516-666-8424 and press option one to be placed in the queue for questions. So let's get right into the topic. Scientists have discovered approximately 100 gender differences in the number of brain regions and ability of the brain by gender. I am not going to be able to go over all of the differences, but we're going to focus on the ones that really, really matter, including our thought process on sex. So let me just tell tell you a couple of things about some of the differences in the female brain um, as opposed to the male brain. Men and women use different parts of the brain to handle the same task. A woman's brain is 10% smaller than a man's brain according to the overall brain volume. Now, you remember I told you that your brain is a three-pound organ. It's tangible. You can touch it. You can weigh it. Um, It also shrinks. So if you're under incredible stress, your brain can shrink. If you're dealing with um, deep depression, depression also shrinks your brain. So our brain is 10% smaller, not uh, less efficient than a man, but it is smaller in volume. It does not affect our level of intelligence. However, science does not understand the impact of the volume differences. We know that with age, the male brain does shrink faster than the female brain. This we do know. We also know that women use more of their brain than men. Huh, that's no mystery for most women. The most active region for both sexes is the parental lobe that deals with visual perception, spatical orientation, and how we process information. Women have more connections going to the left and the right across the two halves of the brain, and those two halves of the brain are the right and the left brain. And for women, we are significantly more right-brained than men. This fact alone gives us an advantage in pulling things together, pulling information from different sources, and reaching a conclusion. So the left half of the brain actually handles logical thinking, And the right is associated with intuition. This is why women are very intuitive. This is why a woman can detect issues going on in their marriage and their relationship solely based on intuition. has nothing to do with fact-finding. But if you sense that there is some deception going on or there's betrayal going on 
or your your spouse or your partner is cheating on you, without any evidence, you will intuitively sense this feeling something is going on. That brings me to today's conversation in terms of what's happening today in the world. All of you know by now that we are dealing with a pandemic. So I want to spend just a little bit of time talking about the the, um, virus, uh, which we call the COVID-19 virus, um, and how gender differences may play a role in how we actually are processing this threat. Now, I want to remind you about taking precautions, um, simple precautions of like washing your hands for about 20 seconds. I mean, some say 20 minutes, but 20 seconds, making sure that you're being smart because no one ever really knows who has the virus. You can sit on a bus with someone, you don't know if that person was diagnosed with the virus. So you need to really take precautions and be smart. So women have a larger prefrontal cortex. Now, for those returning listeners, you understand when I say prefrontal cortex, we have three levels in our brain. Our lowest level of our brain is our brainstem. And the brainstem is responsible for all automatic functions that you take for granted, like breathing, like um, deciding to walk, um, your heart rate, your heartbeat. Those things are automatically um, done without your permission, without you even thinking about breathing. Your brain stem sends a signal to all parts of your body to function in the way that it was so designed. The next level of your brain um, structure is called the limbic system, five different components in the limbic system. But the component that I want to talk to you about is the amygdala, which is we call your emotional brain that perceives everything that has to do with emotion. And then the highest level of your brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex well, actually, cerebral cortex, it has four to five different components. So when I say that the woman has a larger prefrontal cortex um, than men, that means that women have greater impulse control, um, less impulsive. We're not as impulsive as men. We have self-control, compassion, and empathy. Well, you say, hey, Dr. Renee, what do you mean uh, men have uh, um, less impulse control? Well, when we talk about issues related to men, well, you'll understand what I mean. The female brain is wired for emotion and nonverbal communication. Do you know that 85% of all communication is nonverbal? We can detect meaning just from a nonverbal gesture. We use our right hemisphere. Women are right hemisphere dominated more than men do. And we tap into our higher sense of our intuitiveness as well as our creativity. So the male brain, on the other hand, is wired to respond on a case-by-case basis and to pick up threat and danger, um, reflecting more briefly on an emotive memory. That means that they analyze what's going on very, very quickly and move right on to the next task. 
not only does the literature suggest differences in emotive memory between men and women, but neural activation during retrieval process. When you're trying to remember something, there's a process that goes on in your brain because next to the amygdala is the hippocampus, and that is where your memories are stored. It also um, provides um, access to detecting new information. And so if any information that has been previously detected uh, was one um, that could cause you danger, the amygdala would remember it. And each part of those structures in your brain, they encode the memory into each other. So when it comes to emotional memory, that for men, they do not encode the emotional memory in the same way that we do. So how does this have anything to do with the Zika virus? That means that the way that, that men are processing this threat danger to um, humanity is very different than the way women are processing the threat um, danger to humanity. We process information very, very differently. We're looking at the threat. We're looking at um, components of who could be affected, can I be affected? What do I need to do to protect myself, my children? Men are not going through that same process at, at, at the neurological level. They are looking at this is a threat and I'm wired for threat. My action is to protect. My action is to take action. I hope that makes sense. So in your brain, you have white matter and gray matter. I think you probably all have heard um, what gray matter and white matter the term, but you may not know what that actually means. And this is why you really do need to tune in weekly to understand the components of your brain. When you understand your brain, you are more empowered to make informed decisions. You have you have an upper hand um, um, to anyone else that you're talking to because you actually know what's going on at all levels of your brain. So the male brain uses nearly seven times more gray matter, which is how information and action is processed. So this can really kind of translate into a kind of tunnel vision when they're doing something. So if a man is doing something and you're trying to get their attention and they're engaged in watching uh, um, the game or they're engaged in fixing their car, and you're very um, focused on sharing with them your day or something hurts you or some situation, and it appears as if they're not paying you any attention. And you can get very annoyed by that, that they're more interested in the game or fixing their car as opposed to what actually happened to you at work today. And you could walk away thinking that they're not um, into you or they don't care about you or they don't love you. But it's a brain thing because they have um, this gray matter that's directing them to focus singularly on what they're doing and not your emotional kind of, I won't say ranting, but whatever it is that you need. Now, women, we use both sides of our brain, both the left and, and right sides of the brain. Both, both genders do but how we use it is different. While men use this really kind of one more predominantly, we use both. And science really points out that 
even though men and women use very different pathways and parts of the brain, we perform equally well on intelligent-based tests. So never allow anyone to tell you that women are less intelligent than men. Women cannot um, run the country. A woman cannot be a president based on the way that we respond to emotional cues. We are not less intelligent than a man. This is science. This is not something I'm making up. We have the, the outcome studies and the evidence through MRI testing that really supports what I'm saying to you. What we do know that men do have larger left brains where females have the equal size of the hemisphere. When I use the word hemisphere, I'm talking about the left hemisphere, the right hemisphere. So the men, as I said before, they have more gray matter, about 6.5 um, more gray matter. Uh, that's the area of the brain that processes information than women. While the female brain, we have more white matter. And so having more white matter, which is um, 10 times more than the gray matter, this means that we are able to process information quickly um, and to do things um, at multiple times and multiple speeds. We can manage multiple tasks equally, while men may get irritated when they have to do several things at the same time. So white matter is the networking grid that connects the brain, gray matter, and other processing centers with one another. So women have more white matter, men have more gray matter. So women tend to remember all of the details while men usually keeps the main point in mind. Does this sound like this makes sense to you? All of this is neuroscience, and neuroscience is the study of the brain structure, the brain stem, the spinal cord, and how it all works together. So if a man is lost, how many of you have been in a car with driving with a man that, you know, they trying to get from point A to point B, and you're saying that they're lost, and they're in denial that they're not lost. So if a man is lost, he will remember the directions and the travel distance, and a woman will remember the reference points on the road. So as you're driving with your mate or your friend or your brother or your husband, and, and you've been this route before, and you are recognizing very um, noticeable signs the man is not looking at those signs. He only remembers going two miles this way, making a left here or there. So in terms of um, spotable relationships, men tend to um, remember details very differently. So if a man is lost, he will remember the direction and the travel distance, and the woman will remember the reference points on the road. So women have more efficient brains than men. This is no, you know, uh, put off to men, but this is science. Women may have smaller brains. We have 8% smaller brains than men, but our smaller brain 
is more efficient based on scientific research. We also have um, verbal centers on both sides of the brain, and we have a higher degree of blood flow in our cingulate gyrus. In the cingulate gyrus, this is where habits are formed. This is where our belief perceptions are developed. This is where we relate to when something is not right. We have a tendency, and mankind has a tendency, to, to, to balance incongruent thoughts. Well, anything that's incongruent in your thought process is handled in this section of the brain. This is in the cerebral cortex. This is a part of that. It's called the singular gyrate. We call it the accountant of the brain. So females will often ruminate on or revisit emotional memories more than a male brain. We will go over and over and over that same thing over again. And the man said, I'm finished with that. Why are you still talking about that same thing? And so these are some of the things that you want to be mindful of when you feel that someone's not listening to you, um, how you are taking time to to be redundant over and over again on a topic has to do with gender development. So the female brain's prefrontal cortex is bigger than the man's, and it represents 30% of the brain. This is a a large piece, and don't forget, prefrontal cortex, if I didn't mention it today, I have mentioned it in the past, is the CEO of the body. It is the highest form of your thought process. Females often have a larger hippocampus. The hippocampus is where your memories are stored. The hippocampus also processes incoming information and remembers that incoming information for um, to see if, in fact, anything I, I received or remembered two years ago was it dangerous or was it um, non-threatening? If it was dangerous, I stored that information into the hippocampus as well as into the amygdala. So it's retrieved really quickly. Men are faster to absorb the information. They absorb the information more, and they're more responsive to the information. But we retain the information longer. So everybody's kind of waiting for the test, this topic, and we're going to talk about why men think about sex more often than women. But right now, we're going to take a break, and we're going to set the tone for this topic. And the break is going to be um, taken, and in, in the song that we're going to hear is called Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds. What I want you to do is to consider calling in, asking your question. I want us to do Life Together Live on Real Brain Talk with Dr. Renee. You are listening to All About Us Radio.
last year Tell me what I missed Cause I fear That it's coming back up again Must be something I ate Some song, some show, some hate Devil wants to extend the game. Free throws. And when it ends, he wants to make the sequel. Cause if he has another chance, he feels like he can take my joy, my peace, my faith. See the devil, he learns from your mistakes. Even if you don't That's how he keeps you in cycles 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 But I'm not going in Yes, we're going in cycles if we are not clear about where we're going. So let's talk about sex, baby. And, you know, we often wonder why men are so preoccupied with sex. They're wired for sex. Their brain is wired in that way. So let's talk about that. You know, a study found that one week in a period, the average number of sex-related thoughts in a man was 18.6, as for women, 9.9. Men, again, are wired visually to look at women. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that as we go further in terms of what shape of a woman can capture the man's attention based on their processing of the information from the left hemisphere of their brain. Do you know that men are aroused under stress while the free male is actually turned off? So if a man is stressful, is feeling stressed about work, that's a level of arousal in terms of sex. So if your man is coming home and he's upset and he's had a very, very bad day, uh, how many of you do know that, that sex is a stress reducer? Well, if you don't know, you know. Men get an extra sexual kick when their stress levels are high. In fact, they will bond better with a female in a stressful or aggressive environment. Now, I'm not going to talk about domestic violence, but there is some science around after a violent attack Physically, sex follows. So by contrast, a female is more likely to reject the male's advance in a stressful environment as opposed to a man feeling aroused by it. The cortisol, which is a neurochemical that is released in your entire system when you are under stress, in this situation, For women who are dealing with 
um, the response to a man who is advancing um, them in a stressful environment, the cortisol blocks the receptions of the oxytocin in the female brain. Last week, we talked about relationships and the chemical oxytocin. Oxytocin is a neurotransmitter. It's a neurochemical that is released when you bond with someone, when you bond with a child, when you bond with a lover, when you bond with someone that you like, when you hug them, when you kiss them, you are actually releasing oxytocin. So cortisol blocks the reception of the oxytocin in the female brain, which shuts down a woman's desire for physical touch. I don't want you touching me when when, when um, you're aggressing a, a post to me. I don't want to be touched in that way. This is when a woman says no, she means no. And it's connected to the cortisol blocks in the reception of the oxytocin. Now, I, I just shared with you, men are aroused under stress. So if a woman does have sex, under stress, she won't be able to reach an orgasm while her amygdala is active. That is the emotional part of your brain. It, it's a threat thermometer. It also tells you where there's danger. It tells you um, that um, you may have great fear. The amygdala has fear, anger, um, signals. And so when you are engaged in a relationship where there's aggression, that part of your brain, which is in the limbic system we talked about, which is your center for your anxiety, your aggression, and your fear, you're not able to reach an orgasm because of that fact. The female orgasm actually increases her chances of pregnancy. So your body, you know, it's, it's an incredible machine. And so I seek to try to raise your um, knowledge base on how your body, brain, and mind interacts. So men and women use different parts of their brain during the sexual arousal. For women, there is a part of the um, brain, which you call the vexal media hypothalamus, and the cerebral cortex. Now, the hypothalamus is where it controls your body temperature, your, your, your thirst, your hunger. And the cerebral cortex, as I said to you before, is the highest level of, of, of um, intelligence, highest level of, of thought process. And that's how you really want to make decisions out of the cerebral cortex, not out of the amygdala and certainly not out of the brainstem. So sexual experiences in women is more connected to the rest of what's going on in her mind and in the world around them. Now, sexual experience for men, it's not focused on what's going on in the world. It's not focused on whether they love you or they don't love you. This is a brain thing. So men, the hypothalamus, um, especially it's called the media preparatic area, and the amygdala, which is centered for anxiety and aggression, it guides the performance of the sexual while the amygdala creates the motivation for sex. So the motivation for, for sex for men comes from the emotional place. 
Motivation for sex also comes for women from the emotional place. We want to be connected. We want to be um, felt. We want to be caressed. However, it's easier for men to be sexually aroused than women. So the center of sexual performance, anxiety, which I told you about, is the the ACC or the accountant part of the brain. We call this the anterior cingulate cortex. It's smaller than men than in women. Uh, so if a woman's amygdala is active, that's your emotional brain, that's your threat signal, that's your, your memory component that's connected to the hippocampus, um, she'll have a hard time getting aroused. So men are motivated by sex than women. Women are not really motivated by sex. Men are. Males have double the brain space and processing power devoted specifically to sex. This change really starts around eight weeks after conception um, in the birth process as, as, as the, the, the embryo um, develops into a human being. Um, once the testosterone um, cooks in, develops in the fetus, as a fetus is being developed, uh, it enlarge, has an enlarged hypothalamus. And so the second massive surge of testosterone, which is a, also a neurotransmitter, it is a brain chemistry that's predominated in men, although women have testosterone low levels, but their testosterone hits at puberty, strengthening the brain connection responsible for smell and touch. You know, all of our emotions are connected to our, our five senses. A woman's sexual interest decreases in the last two weeks of her menstrual cycle. That's when the progesterone is high. Progesterone also is a neurochemical. This doesn't happen to men, obviously, because they don't have their period, right? So there are chemical brain chemicals that are released in the body that's connected with sex. And man's sexual fantasies are almost purely visual, while a woman often includes romance. So when we talk about the um, preponderance of, of men who are um, watching um, pornography, it's connected to visual because their fantasies is connected to the visual. Ours is more connected to romance, not just the visible, but if we begin to be, think that I can have a romantic relationship with this person, that may also give me a sexual arousal based on romance, not just visual. So our organisms affect us differently. In females, the oxytocin, the chemical that I, I mentioned earlier, which is the relationship bonding um, chemical and the dopamine, um, that's also another chemical released after an orgasm, makes her want to cuddle and talk. So once we have an orgasm, we want to cuddle and talk. The man doesn't want to cuddle and talk. He's ready to get up or smoke a cigarette or go take a shower. And this also happens um, relative to how he's wired in terms of the brain. So there is a lot of stuff here I can tell you about that. I don't want to get too too overbearing in terms of that. Know that a man's visual cortex is pre-wired to notice hourglass figures. 
And it takes the male brain only one-fifth of a second to classify a woman as hot or not. So when you can be walking down the street with your husband and a beautiful woman walks past and his, his face just automatically turns and looks at it. And you get upset. But from this point on, I want you to know that <laughs> this is chemistry. So if you want to keep your man's attention, um, there's a lot of things that you can do about that. But don't get offended when he's looking at somebody else. It's a natural um, predisposition. Also, men love high-pitched voices. Now, is that a choice? Or is do you have brain science behind that, Dr. Renee? Of course I do. Okay. Women like deep voices. But men, they want high-pitched voices. Wow. Why would that be? They believe that that's a sexual attraction. And women rate the men with deeper voices to be the, you know, the best protectors and, and kind of turned off by men with high-pitched voices. Women don't want men with high-pitched voices. Men, women want men with low-tone voices. So contrary to proper belief, um, you know, it's men that fall in love at first sight. No, men do not fall in at love at first sight. Okay, a woman's brain is set up to be more cautious when it comes to a potential mate. But what men are more prone on is the visual. So if you look good to them, they think you're the one. But for us, it's not only looking good. There's a lot of other areas that have to be dealt with. I would love to do life um, with you on phone. I would love to take your questions. Um, I would love you to call in, to talk to me, ask me those burning questions that you have been um, just dying to ask, and no one has answered the question for you. You don't even have to give me your name, and let's talk. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about how we make decisions and how we can actually elevate our thought process to a higher level to make better decisions in terms of that. I'm going to give you the phone number for you to give me a call. Um, it is 516-666-8424. Make sure that I, I said that correctly. Um, yes, 516-666-8424. Press option one to ask the question that you've been dying to ask. Not only about sex, but anything that you want to ask me about, I'm open. If I can answer it, clearly I will answer it. If I can't answer it, I will research it, and then I will get back to you on our next um, airing. So those of you have, who have, have toned in previously, um, I talked about the meaning of neuroscience. And neuroscience is the scientific study of the structure or the function of the nervous system, the brain, and how our brain interprets information from the outside world. We also shared with our listening audience the difference between the brain and the mind. And I want to go over that with you quickly before we, I go deeper to another level. The brain is a tangible three-pound organ with trillions of cells 
cell-to-cell networks and circuitry communicating with each other, similar to how a computer works. It's a three-pound organ that can be physically touched. The brain is not your mind, though, and your mind is not the brain. So what is the mind? I thought the mind was the brain. They say it was, but it's not. The mind is the platform that regulates the flow of information and energy. The mind is invisible. It cannot be touched. It cannot be weighed. The mind is invisible. It's a non-physical, unlimited energy, creating thoughts and feelings, sending signals to the brain for conscious interpretation. It's the vessel in which electronic impulses creates thoughts. Thoughts are things, and they become real. Your thoughts program yourself. So when you feel something, you feel it based on what you had just thought about. So a feeling is not a thought, and a thought is not a feeling. A feeling is the response to the thought that you had. So, for instance, if you thought that you were no good, you just sent a signal to the brain that says, we are no good. And that thought creates a feeling of sadness, um, inadequacy, um, a sense of um, um, devaluation. I, I have no value. And so this feeling now sends the signal to the brain and says, listen, um, we have no value. There's no reason for us to even get out the bed. This is how the, the cycle works. It's just as if I called you on the cell phone, and when I dial at your number, that is the thought that's taking place, the thought process. The moment that you pick it up, you are now saying yes to that feeling, and the brain processes it both. So the brain takes the shape, whatever the, the mind rests upon. If you think you're going to make it, you're going to make it. If you don't think you're going to make it, you're not going to make it. Whatever thought you have, you're actually right because you are directing the brain to process the information. So when you think, you feel, and when you feel, you choose, and then you take action. So this is the process, and this goes on 24 hours. You have over 100,000 thoughts a day, of which only 5% of those thoughts you can remember um, consciously. The 95% are repressed and stored in the subconscious. Sometimes they come out in dreams. And unconscious thoughts, they do want to be conscious. All right, so let's take another break. And then I am open for your calls. And our next song will be This Girl is on Fire. And I'll be right
I'm back. This girl is on fire. Um, you know, hugging a woman for 20 seconds, just that alone improves happiness and self-confidence. So sister to sister, just encourage each other. With a hug, um, some of us are walking around with low self-esteem, but you can help elevate that esteem just by hugging a woman for 20 seconds. Women by nature are more sociable while men are more aggressively competitive. This is why men often fight. And for the same women, for the same reason, women may get angry by the fact that men cannot support a long conversation with them. Do you know that the male ear is weaker than the female counterpart? This is why women can hear subtle intonations and men not always. Also, in terms of tactile perception, men lose. Men perceive speech with logic, so they hear exactly what is said, while women use the intuition from that right side of the brain and their emotion to interpret what's being said. And so this helps us um, with little small hints of hidden meanings everywhere. So men and women we just don't see in the same way. And I'm not just talking about perceptionally, I'm talking about physically. Okay, from the very start of a light hitting, hitting the retina to the information arriving in the cerebral cortex, this process is different in men and females. For example, the male retina is thicker. It has more M cells, and these are called magnocellular. M-cells are larger and are distributed across the retina. M-cells are responsible for tracking the movement of objects. Now, the female retina is thicker. It has more P-cells, and these are parvocellular. P-cells are smaller, concentrated around the center of the retina. P-cells are responsible for identifying objects and analyzing texture and color. Have you ever lost your cheese or you have you lost a pen and you're looking all over the house for it? And, and your male counterpart, he's looking as well, but he can't find it. This is why you can find things easier than men when things are lost. There's science behind it. This girl is on fire. Even, you know, babies recognize a female voice differently than men voice. Female babies, they like your face. Male babies like moving objects. So this is not a surprise. Um, you know, we see things very, very differently. So we found out through research that boys were twice as likely to prefer gazing at, as a mobile, as an infant in their crib, as opposed to girls really focus on the face of the parent that is standing in front of them. Females actually hear better than males. Our hearing is better. So in the Brain Center for Language and Hearing, we have 11% more neurons than men. Neurons are cell-to-cell -cell connections. They communicate with each other. Not only do we hear better, 
but we can discern between a broader range of emotional tones in the human voice. We know when you're faking the move. We know when you're trying to say that you like me and you don't, even if you try to disguise your voice to say that you like me. This is how we are wired, and this is how our brains are very, very different than, than men. Music also affects us very differently. It's just incredible, right? So we actually process things uh, at the auditory level differently. And so our hearing is at the highest level of our brain development, which is the cerebral cortex, it's in the area of auditory processing. We can verbally express our emotions better than men. The key word here is that we can, and we have the ability to. This is not, as some will have you believe, a different cause by societal gender notice norms. We actually can actually express our emotions differently. When MRIs were used to examine how emotions is processed in the brain of girls and boys from the age of 7 to 17, we found that in children, negative emotions were localized in the primitive area of the brain, um, the amygdala, and the part of the brain that has few connections is in the language and reasoning center in the cerebral cortex, which is why it's difficult for most kids to verbally express how they feel. So mothers... Um, parents of children who you're asking your children, tell me how you feel. First and foremost, the brain is not fully developed to your 25 to 30 years old. They do not have the capacity at a young age to really tap into the cerebral cortex where they can begin to talk about their true feelings and, and connect a reason behind why they're feeling that way. So... I'm open to hear your questions and your comments about how our brain actually differs from our male counterparts. Females are easier easier to to startle. Um, We have a startle reflex more than men. You can walk up behind a woman who's engaged in, in typing or whatever, and she doesn't know you're in the room, and will startle. A man does not startle as quickly as a woman. We have a stronger emotional response to anticipation of pain. Our pain level and how we express pain is different by gender. So, yeah, there's a lot of differences in how we operate and how we think and what we do. Men are more likely to die from an accident than a female. Why is that? Men are more more inclined to overestimate their own ability. I will share with you a personal issue that I just experienced with the loss of my nephew. My nephew had been having stomach pains for about a week. He was an 18-wheeler driver, and he would drive from Virginia to Ohio. And he drove to Ohio, and we couldn't find him for a couple of days. And we sought uh, assistance from his job. They tracked where the 18-wheeler was, and they found him slumped over the wheel. He had died from a heart attack. He overlooked the fact that his stomach was hurting. And for men, men do not attend to pain in the way that we do. Um, For those of you who don't know, 
for men and for women, stomach ache, noisier, are also indications of a possible uh, impending heart attack. So please become more familiar with your body, be familiar with your brain, and uh, save your, your life by, by with this knowledge. So it's almost an hour. Uh, I've been talking, and again, I know this is a very um, intriguing topic. I can go on for another hour, but I am going to stop here and invite you to come back to us um, next Thursday on Real Brain Talk with Dr. Renee. Um, we'll talk about all things brain. Uh, my next topic will be on our brain on spirituality, how our brain processes the belief in God, and how our brain processes faith. And so what I am going to end with is this, is that you can maximize your potential by understanding how your brain works. You have the authority and the, the knowledge to elevate yourself to be the highest version of yourself by actually knowing how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with fear, how to deal with depression, and take authority over that which is trying to take authority over you. And so till next week, where we talk about all things body, all things brain, all things mind, I am going to leave you with this last song, which I happen to really love. And this is by Destiny's Child, Independent Woman. So long to next time. You can always reach me on um, Facebook at Dr. Renee, RDC, PhD, um, at Twitter, or Instagram, Dr. underscore Renee underscore. God bless you. Be safe. Wash your hands, be mindful of your environment, and God bless you.
worked hard and sacrificed to get what I get. Ladies, it ain't easy being independent. Question, how do you like this knowledge that I brought? Bragging on that cash that he gave you as a front. If you're gonna brag, make sure it's your money you front. Depend on no one else to give you what you want. Dr. Renee Scholz, I'm a neural coach, a mind and brain ambassador, and author of the new book release, Remembering the Trauma and Healing It with the Trauma of Change System Model, which leverages neuroscience and spirituality for trauma healing, deliverance, and recovery. I want to welcome you to my new show, Real Talk with Dr. Renee, where we'll have an authentic dialogue about all things related to the mind, body, and brain connection. During our time together, we'll talk about how to maximize brain potential in your personal and corporate space, develop new mental maps and success strategies to overcome traumas and other life challenges we face every day. I do look forward to talking with you and taking your calls and answering some of the questions as we do life together live on this show. Listen, you may be on the road driving home, sitting at your computer, or on your way to the gym when Real Brain Talk airs. I want you to pace yourself and get in position to optimize your brain. Join me on All About Us Radio on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And follow me on my social media outlets. At Twitter, it's at Dr. Renee Charles. 
Instagram is Dr. Dr. underscore Renee underscore Charles. And Facebook is simply at Dr. Dr. R-D-C Ph.D. You are listening to All About Us Radio. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Thank you. 